Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. We're four friends. Can you put some enthusiasm in No. <laughs> Discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, I'm Elaine. And I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. This week, on uh, the podcast... Is Carly's pick? We have a special guest in the podcast room that's going to distract us, I think. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, Achilles, to the podcast. <laughs> well, I started scratching his butt, and it's almost like he tried to sit on my lap. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, it's let like, me try to I get like my it. butt closer. I could already reach it. He didn't need to move. So, Tony's dog, Achilles, just come to You don't want to go today. in there. That's a bathroom. <laughs> and he's currently exploring. And this week, we're doing Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, from 2022. Mm. Yeah. Which was written by Katie Brand, who has written and acted in British shows. Yeah, she re- seemed like she was maybe a British a British comedian. Was she one of the people because in this she movie? Had, no. <laughs> she had like Couldn't a variety show of some sort, so I it seems like maybe she's some type of comedian, but yeah. I had never heard her name before. And it was directed by Sophie Hyde, who's the same way, but in Australia. Mm-hmm. They both worked plenty, but I've never heard of any of it. Yeah. <laughs> Although, apparently, the writer was in Nanny McPhee, and that's yeah. how she knew Emma Thompson. Which I've never one, seen Nanny McPhee. I haven't. Either. We've all seen Emma Thompson now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, starring Emma Thompson. Welcome back to the podcast. Love Actually. For the fourth time. Wow. She was also in Stranger Than Fiction, and she was vo- one of the voices in Doolittle. Yep. <laughs> we have a first-time appearance from Daryl McCormick. Who was in Peaky Blinders, and he was in the Wheel of Time series. Mm-hmm. But I've not seen him in anything. I've Tony and Amanda both thought he was the dude who was in the new oh, yeah. Interview with the Vampire show, yeah. but that is not the same guy. No, no. <laughs> um, and the actress that plays Becky, I mentioned her because she's the only other person that speaks in this movie. And <laughs> she was played by Isabella Lafland, or Laughlin. Mm-hmm. She was in the Slaughterhouse Rules, and she was in the last three Harry Potter movies. No, As who? Also the baristas had a line. As who? Did they say mm-hmm. who? Um, her name was like Leanne. And I, mm-hmm. I saw her in some pictures. She's just like in the Chamber of Secrets when they're practicing and stuff. Oh, she's, she's one of the kids students. that was in there. She was like an extra. <laughs> <laughs> but she gets to claim it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, if you're British, you were in the Harry Potter movies. This is the way it was. I mean, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> um, we have a 78% on Metacritic, a 93 tomato meter, and 85 audience score. I could not find budget info, but the worldwide gross was just under $9.5 million. Yeah, they didn't say anything about the budget, which... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with not much. <laughs> there was the they hotel room. They probably made their money back, because... What, the trivia said it was filmed over like 15 days. So two weeks without one hotel room. And it was filmed in room. order. Mm-hmm. And in a hotel room. And, and then I'm guessing that that lobby anyway. downstairs from that hotel was in the lobby of that hotel. Mm-hmm. And they were all sequestered because of COVID, so. And it was probably COVID, so it was closed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they went straight to Hulu in the U.S. and in a lot of countries. And then it had, it was released at independent theaters like in Australia and in Europe and stuff. Oh. So, 
my typed notes. I'm curious. The first one is. <laughs> is Chael sad because Achilles doesn't want to lay with him? I don't know. <laughs> Chael is being Chael's such a weirdo. I, we think it's the first time they've met. Is today, yes. So <laughs> I think Boss had met Achilles before, but not Mr. Chael. Yeah. Oh, did you find a toy? He found a toy. <laughs> Most of the toys are upstairs in the bedroom. Wow. That's where Chael keeps them. Look at you, sir. He's like, play with me, Carl. I can't right now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Eloy-LB says, awful and boring. One out of ten. Doesn't bring anything new. Okay, so an old woman wants to have sex with a young man and she discovers her sexuality and feminism. Boring. Most of the bad reviews said things about how gross it was to see Emma Thompson. Oh. <laughs> and that it was disgusting and shameful. That's what most wow. of the bad reviews were. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Fuck every one of those people. As I was, I read one out loud to Tony. I was like, "Jeez!" Yeah. <laughs> like, I personally did not want full frontal Emma Thompson. <laughs> But her boobs look just fine. And, I mean, she doesn't look Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not time for tit talk. (laughs) I mean, yes, her her 60-year-old woman, she looks good. Yeah, her stomach looked, like, wriggly and old, but she's 60, so, like, she didn't look terrible. (laughs) I agree with her about her calves. Yeah, she does have nice calves. (laughs) Chael, did you take the ball? Oh! I want him to play with me. (laughs) Stole it. On the other hand, Keshjig says, 10 stars for me, not because a movie can be perfect, but because I wouldn't change a thing. It's not grandly eloquent, it's just genuine with many sincere human moments in it. The chemistry between the leads is impeccable. It was interesting to observe an open exploration of sexuality, including frank acknowledgement about fears, disappointments, prejudice, and pleasures. <laughs> Kelly should be in the turd. All right, what'd you think going in, John? I thought I've never even heard of this fucking movie. <laughs> Who's Leo Grand? Is that like Rio Grand? <laughs> Is this a western? Apparently, it means the big lion in some language. <laughs> I don't know if that really means anything. Nope. Apparently, their real names were a nod to the, the graduate. Yes. But I don't, they didn't say anything about his stage name. Stage name? Well, Grand is his a thousand. His professional name. No, Grand means big. Well, <laughs> yes, but it also means a thousand. And Leo is commonly lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what'd you think, Tony? I was like, wow, I didn't know what this was. I was like, that looks like the guy from Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong. Amanda sat down and watched half of it, and she was like, I, I didn't know he was Irish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's she was not very him. confused. <laughs> it looked a lot like him, but it is not him. All right, what'd you think, Elaine? Well, I read the synopsis last week when you were talking about when you picked this movie, and I was like, this could be real <laughs> bad. I'm in, I'm like, I don't know what this is going to be. <laughs> And you looked at the cast and you were like, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know how they were going to approach it. Like, like I knew what the synopsis was, but I was like, are we going to see her trying to find a sex worker? <laughs> like, yeah. All right. So the movie opens with Nancy arriving at a hotel room looking kind of like she's 
bracing for something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she She's is. nervous about something. And then we see the man at the coffee shop. That's Leo. They both check the time. She gets a drink. He starts walking toward the hotel. They check their appearances. <laughs> and then there's a knock on Nancy's door, and it's Leo. She seems nervous, and he asks if he can come in. Can he kiss her on the cheek? He compliments her scent. They talk about a little bit about how she thinks for her age follows any compliment for a woman over 40. But he's like, no. <laughs> you can just smell nice. You can just be sexy. You can just... <laughs> Nigella Lawson is age. empirically sexy. Yes. Which she is really beautiful. I had to look her up because I didn't know who she was. Oh, really? And I was like, wow, she is nice looking. <laughs> She's a very pretty woman. And she's about so That's 60. Julia Roberts. I would say that Nigella Lawson is one of those women... Uh, Women that is like voluptuous. She just, <laughs> she just has that kind of like sexy roundness to her figure that's always very appealing. Like Sophia Loren. Yes, <laughs> I can see that. Oh. And Dolly Parton. No. Too round. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dolly's really very tiny, even though she has the very big boobs. She Dolly a- is very small, and like if you look at, I love Dolly Parton, but her head is kind of too big for her body now, because <laughs> she's quite she's lost quite a bit of her body weight as she's gotten older, but her face is still very big. Um, but Nigella Lawson is like she's just there's a lot to her. She's not a small lady. She's tall and statuesque and she has a lot of curves. and Voluptuous. Yes. It's a different body type. Yeah. You getting all this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right Do you know, know who Nigella Lawson is? I looked it yeah. up. She's very pretty. I've seen her on a, she does like a cooking show or something. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it on one of the channels. Back she is not using artificial butter. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, not Nigella Lawson. <laughs> So, anyways, they have some champagne to help them relax and get in I'm the sorry, Gillies, did I accidentally poke you with a toe? <laughs> we had just got I have been too. disturbed. <laughs> yeah, he just sat down on John's feet. <sighs> so, she apologizes because she's distracted by how good looking he is. And then she wants to make sure he got the money. And he's like, everything's fine. I wish he would have told us how much he gets paid. All a we lot. know is it's expensive. <laughs> I mean, he seems worth it. Does he? Yes. <laughs> he does his job well, it seems. He's dedicated. <laughs> um, she's very curious about him. He's Irish. He loves his job. He likes meeting all kinds of people, trying new things. And won't tell her how many people he's been with. But he does assure her that he does not feel demeaned in any way. And he's always been able to find enjoyment at every job he's done. (laughs) And she's like, surely you don't want to have sex with me. (laughs) Surely nothing he tells her is so true. (laughs) Surely nothing he tells her is... Why do you keep calling me Shirley? (laughs) I mean, he tells her more than once that I am what you want me to be in this moment. That's what you're paying for is a fantasy. And he doesn't seem unhappy from what we see of him in his action. He doesn't seem unhappy with the choices he's made. 
-hmm. But at the same time, and it's a job. He he <laughs> can't be like everything out of his mouth. You can assume is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> he has no reason to tell her the truth at all. No. Especially <laughs> since she's paying for a fantasy, so he needs to be the fantasy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so she's hired him to have sex, but she's very concerned that she's a disappointment. <laughs> and he kisses her and refills her glass. She wants to get it. She's like, can we just do this? I can't bear the suspense. You're not going to like it. I'm not going to like it. Can we just get it over with? And he's like, why are you so sure that you're not going to like it? And she's like, I've never liked sex before. And she tells him she's never had an orgasm before. And that's she's not going to fake it. And she's not going to have one. And it's not a challenge. She just wants him to know. <laughs> I find it very unbelievable that she would never have an orgasm by herself. I find it completely believable that maybe she's just had bad sex all her life. That's fine. Some, especially someone who, of her age, who got married and stayed with someone who maybe didn't really care about her and they were just married or whatever, because of how of her age and the time frame and whatever. Mm -hmm. But I find it very hard to believe that she didn't. She's never. Yeah. Self. It's not difficult especially... to figure out the combination to your own lot. That's true. Especially. In the two years since her husband died, when yeah. she's been thinking about this and planning this and researching, yeah, how to like, how do you research? You, you, I don't do know. you Google? <laughs> yes, probably. But she talks about how she's read articles and she's done some research. She didn't just look this up in the phone book, she had to find it. <laughs> it's not legal, so it's not. <laughs> well, and I mean. People who, like, surely she, she doesn't say that she never masturbated. She didn't say that it made her uncomfortable or anything like Why that. Why are still on this? Because it's interesting. Okay. I think she's one of those people that is too in her own head and can't, mm -hmm. can't relax enough. Just seems very unbelievable to me. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> Does it make you uncomfortable to talk about Emma Thompson roughing up her stuff? <laughs> No, we get to see it later in the movie. She's this bad DJ, Diddle, DJ Diddles. <laughs> Can't so, believe that in 2022 she never double-clicked her mouse. So she offers to pay half if he wants to leave now. I'll give you half the money. Uh, you already gave me all the money. <laughs> because that's like one of the first things you brought up. Did you get the money? And he said, yes, I'm not giving you a refund. <laughs> because you changed not, your mind. Yeah, no. I showed up. I was ready to do the job. <laughs> yes. I got my show money. I, I mean. Good, good luck getting that one. Take me to court. <laughs> I don't know what his refund policy is or if it's clearly stated on his website. I don't know. <laughs> Keep your receipt. Keep your receipt. So he's like, look, I'm not going to leave unless you tell me I have to leave or I feel like I'm in danger. That was the only reason. She's like, have you ever been in danger before? Yes. <laughs> he's like, I'm a hooker. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a dangerous job. <laughs> you're meeting strangers for sex. You don't really know what you're getting into. Yeah. And he does, he's an equal opportunity. It's not like he's only having sex with women. Mm -hmm. He mentions that he had sex with men as well. So and he'll do three ways and he does yeah. whatever people want him to do. <laughs> he's clearly very open in his 
own sexuality. Mm-hmm. So I could see him being in danger, like, even from women. I mean, yeah. I know some dangerous women. <laughs> yeah. So she starts to work herself up into a fit. And she's very worried that he's doing this against his will or he's vulnerable in some way and she's taking advantage of him. And she's a retired religious education teacher and she has some moral biases and shame and lots of shame. lots of issues in that have built oh, up the shame in her life around sex and pleasure. <laughs> Her son would be appalled. <laughs> Which, ew. Like, yeah, her son, does, he doesn't want to know. <laughs> she seen, even if you just found a boyfriend, he doesn't want to know. <laughs> nope. I don't know. She seems very fixated on what Leo's mother would think and on her children as well. Mm-hmm. And I hate that we don't, like, everything seems to resolve itself sort of near the end, but we don't resolve anything with her kids, which is upsetting to me. Why? Like, they kind of leave that hanging. They should. It has <laughs> nothing to do with the story. <laughs> but she keeps bringing it up. They keep talking about him. Uh-huh. Hey, guess what? In real life, not everything gets resolved. I know, but it bothers me. Her son is still boring. I like it. <laughs> but I think she's going to be nicer about it now. Maybe. One hopes. <laughs> she's pretty rude about it the whole time. So which is Especially fine. when she's boring. Like it's, one thing, it's one thing if she's like, you know, halo jumping and, and rock climbing or something like that, but she's pretty boring. And then she's like, and hey, my son's boring. Well, yeah, he came from you. Like, and why apparently you her so husband was also kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> she says he's just like his father. When you're hiring vampires to come eat you out or whatever. <laughs> like, maybe don't judge him so harshly. So I'm he, boring. Mm-hmm. Are you boring? We were talking about That's this fine. in the car last night. I think night. I were. About like Elaine's boring. 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 No, no. I was <laughs> with I'm Jessica. Tony we wasn't even there. And we were talking about how how basic we are. <laughs> I'm very boring. I was trying to... Hey, Jessica. Oh. Well, I was talking to my dad on Christmas, and he's like, we should talk more often. I'm like, we should, but I don't really have anything to say, Dad. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> and he laughed. I was like, oh, I'm a teacher who likes to drink wine and do puzzles and read. Yeah, that's... Calm down, all right? <laughs> I watch a lot of makeup YouTube, which, if you don't care about makeup, is real boring. Poor John was taking a nap, and I was watching somebody's makeup collection video. I don't know what And I was like. just really angry about how she had all the stuff she's never even used. And I kept talking to him, and he was just like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And I was responding like you're supposed yes, to. he was being a very good husband. But at the same time, if you don't care about that, then you don't care was, about that. I was even replying, like, I don't believe she's wearing silver. <laughs> she's mexican why did she buy a silver highlight it's ridiculous you gotta be careful carly because she will pick up things and become obsessed with them because she does her makeup thing that's fine and, and i do the same thing on the couch but i for some reason i started watching this guy that takes care of animals mm-hmm. he goes to different places to watch animals to, to take care of them and stuff and he like focuses you- mostly on like uh, cows now, like cows and horses and stuff, and he'll come and they have fucked up hooves and he fixes them and stuff. That's she loves that now. I like watch it all the time. I don't know what it is. About Elaine, it. I can hear the now music. I watch, and I'm like, now I watch the Hoof GP, Nate the Hoof Guy, and the Iowa Dairy Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elaine went through a stint where she was watching a guy power wash driveways. That's, look, Dude, Will I is, watched some Will of is all about that. <laughs> he didn't just power wash driveways; he mowed lawns. <laughs> And he would just go and he would mow lawn, like, 
abandoned lot. Oh, I've seen one no. where he knocks on the door and he's like, "Can I yes. clean uh, your driveway?" You show me that. <laughs> the guy that I was watch, the guy that I really became obsessed with, he would go to like, I mean, he would do it for free, and he would sometimes he would ask the owners, but sometimes he would just go and mow a lawn and not say like a. Like the lawn's three feet high, and he would just come and he would mow it. (laughs) Over the summer, him and his wife went on a cross-country trip. Mowing lawns? And they would just, yes. (laughs) It took took nine mowers? No, no. He had a trailer. really long time. But they just went, and they would stop at different towns, and he would fucking mow lawns. (laughs) Like, he would find, and he was trying to find the, like, the most overgrown lawns that he could find. Wow. But, and sometimes... They got like the police Bit were called snakes? on them because they were in a band. Like, why are you on my property mowing my lawn? Because we're squatters. I didn't hire you. I'm not paying you. Yeah, no. But I'm sorry. I got really into this lawn mowing. It was very soothing to watch. He had two channels. One, he had a channel that was just like music and him mowing the lawns. Okay. And then one, he had a channel which he called the boring channel. <laughs> And then what? the second no. channel was the exact same thing, only he would talk about it, like voiceover style. So, like, talk about the different kind of, like, stuff he encountered, like the animals and stuff he would find under the long grass, like trash and stuff like that. It's all right. I know more about white line infections on cow hooves than I ever saying. should know. I don't know. John John's okay. been watching a lot of watch collection videos, and I've been, like, critiquing the yeah. people who are giving them, like, I was like, that guy's, I can't understand what that guy's saying. <laughs> John's like, I can understand just fine. <laughs> but I, like, critique the people giving the, talking about stuff. John thinks most of the channels I watch are very boring because Project Panners are not professional videos, and they don't, they have, like, 100 subscribers, and they don't give a fuck. They have the they're, Christmas score of toast. They're, <laughs> their kids are crying in the background. Their photos are trash. But it's just about using up your makeup, so I find it interesting. Like, but I don't care. If, you're, if, if your channel is, inter- is good about something I want to watch, and you are not interesting, or you have like yeah. a lot of shit going I'm done. Yeah, There's too much competition for you to be that shitty. Yeah. <laughs> and we're also when you're, what you're But sometimes if there's just somebody YouTube, whose like, personality I enjoy, I don't really you, give a you've fuck. You've seen other people do if it. You're, right. if, if I enjoy the jokes you make on your channel, but you do your video while your three-year-old is crying on your lap... I don't care. I'll watch oh, it. I don't, I don't need it to be professional. I don't need professional quality. There's a couple that I watched that are not professional yeah. quality. It's a dude with an iPhone. But he's entertaining. Yeah. I'm like, just saying what I find is entertaining is different. He's That's charismatic. True. He's interesting. Yeah. And other, Yours are like watching fucking paint dry. I'm the most <laughs> knowledgeable person about makeup I know. There's a Sephora in my store, and I still know more about makeup than every single one of those bitches. And two of them have worked for Sephora for almost a fucking decade. It's real upsetting well, to me. You're, you may be, Oops. It may be that you're into it, and they're just am, doing a job. Yeah. But it drives me crazy when I talk about things and they're like, what is that? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about Emma Thompson for a minute? I guess. All right. So he tries so now, She's to, going heels to Jesus. Whoa. Not yet. He's. It he, takes a long time. It does. He tries to get her to go to bed. He's like, why don't we just go ahead and go to bed? He's like, I got, you're on a clock, lady. She's like, oh, but do you need to take any pills? And he's like, no, I don't need them. I never have. There's always something I can find appealing enough to perform. He's taking and, a beef bust of vagina back. And he's like, and she's like, but, but this is me, and I'm disappointed. And he's like, no, you're fine. <laughs> he's like, I'll hit that. 
I'm gonna. This is when she asks him what's the oldest person he's ever been with, and he says 82. And she's like, oh, okay. That's I, I feel a little better. She's very shocked by this. And then she's like, what do you find appealing about me? And he says her mouth, the curve of her neck, and her collarbones. And he, like, caresses the areas while he tells her. The weird noise is my dog. I was just making sure he's sleeping (laughs) right here. She seems like she's starting to get into it, but then she jumps away and dashes to the bathroom to change. Yes, well, she's got a thing. (laughs) When she closes the bathroom door, he gets up to make sure he's ready. They both seem a little bit nervous at no, this point. No, he gets point. to have a Mars bar. Yeah, but he, like, <laughs> plays with his shirt. Do I unbutton it? Do I button the button? Okay. How do I want to lay on the bed? And then he hits the mini bar. <laughs> he leaves one button buttoned, and I thought he should have unbuttoned them all. But John said, no, the one button was good. So I have to ask. Button? No button? How do you feel about the button? A different button, maybe? Maybe it's just the top button. That no, would have been that a look. Been, that would have been... I liked the button that he left, but I also would have been fine with no button. Did you have thoughts Top on button, his buttons? I would have been like, what's happening? I'm, I'm good with no buttons. You missed See, one. I feel like it should have been no yeah. buttons. because If you have like, abs, you know. It, yeah, like he definitely yeah. had yeah. abs, too. So, yeah, if you have abs, go ahead and do that. <laughs> Me, I like to do buttons above my top button. <laughs> and then wear a turtleneck. He also left his socks on, which we agree. Is <laughs> I, I, I thought that was a weird choice. Yeah. John and I both agree that that was not yes. sexy, but it keeps your feet warm, which is important. <laughs> yes, but if you're a professional sex worker, your comfort level is not relevant. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, though, leaving your socks on would make her more comfortable. Why would it make her more comfortable? Maybe it was a choice for her. Because it seems like... Look, if you're trying to impress a lady, you do not leave your socks on. But if this is more routine, you just leave your socks on. And she's overwhelmed already. Yes. (laughs) It's a fun kind of thing that would just make her maybe smile or feel more... Pretty? I'm sure her husband never... Well, she did say he got completely naked, but she did not mention socks. But I'm sure he never took his socks off. (laughs) Colony. I'm going to infer. When I picture her old-ass husband having sex with her, he did not take his socks off. <laughs> what you doing, man? So he does go to the mini bar, get a drink, and a candy bar. Yeah. Which is probably like, you know, 20 <laughs> 30, bucks. Yeah, 38 bucks. John was upset about this. <laughs> like, he's just taking bottles, taking I'm sips. i the kind of dude that would have protein bars in his backpack. Like, he would just grab a yeah, clip bar Yeah, because he has a whole backpack, backpack that he carries. It's like, <laughs> alright, so there's a gun in there, there's lube in there, there's condoms in there. There's gotta be protein it bars was, or something. It was weird Some bottles because, of water. Yeah, I thought it looked like <laughs> yeah. a baby Ruth. <laughs> some Red Bull and Viagra, you never know. a Mars bar, and I'm like, is that some British thing I don't know? Where they call it by the brand? Because nobody <laughs> ever calls any of the Mars candy bars Mars You never bars. heard of a Mars bar? Yes, it used to be an actual candy bar, but it now is. it's just the name of the brand. But nobody refers to the other candy bars in that line as Mars bars. And to me, I thought it was a Baby Ruth. No, it was a Mars bar. Was it actually a Mars bar? I don't know because I didn't. It didn't say in the trivia. Excuse I'm going to assume it's a Mars bar. I read most the of the trivia. Of it was real weird. It was not trivia-like. No. So but that was ad libbed. He did, he just went and grabbed the Mars bar. <laughs> she came out, at, or she comes out, and he goes to kiss her, and she's like, "Actually, I don't like Mars bars, <laughs> and the smell is off putting." Wow. So he goes to clean his teeth, and she positions herself on the bed, but realizes the tag is still on her robe as he comes out of the bathroom. And the first thing he does is grab the tag. Yeah. And he he's kiss. like, "Oh, nice." And she's like, "Actually, I've changed my mind. You can leave." <laughs> 
I'm. You can take all the money. You can leave. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I was taking the money. <laughs> yeah, it's like, never in doubt here. <laughs> he's like, why did you book me if you didn't want to do this? And she's like, I had a moment of madness. And he's like, does that happen to you? Or did you think about this for a while? <laughs> And plan this and consider all the choices. <laughs> He's like, if you want to just have sex, can't you just go meet a dude and have sex? And she's like, oh, yeah. They've made it clear that they're interested. But what? I don't want to have sex with an old man. <laughs> I want to have sex with a young man. I don't want to second my husband. I want something new and fresh. <laughs> well, that, hey, that old man may put in work. He might. He and maybe she's probably going to end up dating somebody older than Leo at the end. <laughs> but at least now she knows. I was hoping they would end up she's together. She's more empowered to get what she wants. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> like, just like pretty woman. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that happened, I'd be like, what? <laughs> so, anyways, um, this was not a moment of madness. She's a rational planner, and this is what she actually wants. She's just nervous and is struggling with herself because she she feels kind of perverted. <laughs> she doesn't understand why he's still there. He says he finds it interested that she interesting that she's conflicted about it, even though what she wants is right in front of her and ready to go. And they get under the cover. She's still not ready and starts talking again. She wants to know more about him. What does he want to do with his life? He's clearly clever, and he's like too clever to be a sex worker. <laughs> I like how she. I, I like how she asked him at one point, "What you know? What does he want to do?" And he's like, "I'm using this money to pay for college." And she's like, "Oh, really?" And he's like, "No." Oh. <laughs> Which I really. Like. That's just what you want me to say. <laughs> yeah. You should have been like, "I'm using this money to pay for drugs." <laughs> and. uh she asked him what his family thinks, what his mother thinks. And, Why would I tell my mother? And he's like, my mom thinks I work on an oil rig. And she thinks that's hilarious. And uh, tells him about her son, who's getting his master's degree in chemistry, and who she finds boring. And her daughter, who thinks she's cold, and maybe she is with her, because she's an artist who doesn't seem to produce any art. And so she finds her daughter frustrating. <laughs> Mm, excuse me. And she also likes Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Sorry, that's a different image. <laughs> Taught her how to feel. Um, <laughs> so he gets up to get them some water and asks if it's possible that her son lies to him about his life so she won't be disappointed. And she's like, no. <laughs> Which I think it's interesting that she thinks he couldn't possibly. Mm-hmm. But he probably does. Probably. <laughs> Because, as we said, she's kind of boring. <laughs> also, she's a religious education teacher. So maybe her son is getting up to some interesting stuff, but he doesn't want to tell and her because she was very is approved. <laughs> well, she's also very condescending about his girlfriend yeah. who or his fiance or whatever who's going to be an elementary school teacher, if I understand the British idioms correctly. Yes. And that's not worthwhile. Primary school. <laughs> But no, she but talks she about talks it like about it's not worth a while. She taught the same thing year after year, and she doesn't think she reached any kids. But that's more worthwhile than yeah, the, it's <laughs> the very... elementary teacher. And it's like that doesn't yeah. <laughs> like it... so. Then he asks her because she apologizes for killing the mood, and he asks her what her husband would do to get in the mood. 
and she tells him the routine they always did. He would lie on the bed, and re- after removing his clothes, she would remove her clothes, put on her nightie, and then lie next to him. He would rub her shoulders and breasts a bit, then climb on top, do the business, kick her, kiss her cheek, roll off, and go to sleep. Do the business. <laughs> and that's it. No deviation from that for 31 years. He found oral sex to be demeaning to him, both giving or receiving, and was not open to trying it. But she does want to try it. <laughs> and she always has wanted to try it. I think it's funny that he found the receiving demeaning as well. <laughs> that I, that's kind of sad. But we'll get old, to that. Old in, stuffy British dude. Yeah. yeah. But we'll get to that in um, date two, interaction two. What do you call it? Meeting. Meeting two. Meeting. Meet meeting two. Called meetings. Meeting. Mm-hmm. Bookings. He referred to him as bookings. You've booked me again. <laughs> the dick and down of Nancy's, we'll call him. <laughs> then she tells him a story about when she was a teenager and her family went to Greece. She met a waiter who looked at her in a way that made her body go to water, which I tried to reword and I just couldn't figure out. <laughs> she got a wedding. Yes. <laughs> well, sometimes the romance novels I read referred to like they'll say things like he made me feel liquid yeah which is a very common kind of a thing <laughs> so on the last yeah, you night you feel of kind trip, of boneless and everything's warm like bath yeah. water yeah she went for a walk sure. after her parents went to bed she was standing in the garden watching the sea and he came up to her kissed her neck and put his hand under her skirt and, and her knickers it see this seems awful familiar <laughs> Why does happen to you? With, no. <laughs> I feel like she's standing in the garden, a guy kisses his neck, her neck and puts his hand in her underpants. I mean, I feel like some words need to be exchanged. <laughs> Did she look over her shoulder and see who this is? This could have been an old man. Could have been Gary Busey. I feel like this story is kind of upsetting. <laughs> they went, Utah, I mean, give me two. It might not even two. be real. It could be yes. a fantasy. See, that that's has. true. <laughs> But and it he was whispered the, in her ears like, I bet you like GoBots. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Dried up. It was the most exhilarating like the thing she had ever felt. But then a car started, he got spooked and ran, and she went home the next day. She wishes they had stayed one more day. And then Leo kisses her, and they are down. GTF. Fade to black. <laughs> we don't watch it. Then it's meeting two. Nancy's back in the hotel looking far more relaxed than last time as she sips on some champagne again. I like how it's the same hotel room, so you know. Oh, I wanted everything to be the same. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, we didn't want to book another room. She said I didn't want to have to get used to a new environment. We didn't want to shoot it from that <laughs> angle. Yeah. That's yeah, true. they had they everything say, done. And like One line of dialogue fixes that. Yeah. <laughs> they did say, in, it might have been in the trivia, that the lighting is slightly different. So they, they paid attention to the lighting, but yes, the room is the same. Well, it was filmed during <laughs> COVID and they had to quarantine, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, they, it makes it real easy. One line of dialogue and we're, we're right as rain. Let's go. <laughs> Leo arrives and says it was a nice surprise to be booked by her again. She has some, some goals for this session. She's made a list, and she wants to go through it in order. Well, if I was a booker, <laughs> I would appreciate repeat business. That way you know you're doing a good job. Yeah. Well, and you already know who the people are. You probably, probably appreciate a list. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like checking things off. <laughs> I mean, the only time I, Next. Uh, a hooker didn't appreciate the repeat business was in American Psycho. <laughs> well. Because you put a chainsaw through her chest. I mean, that, never seen that movie. No. You really should. It's good. Well, maybe you'll good. pick it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think I can. Nah. I think we've looked at that There's before. No all right, so her list is number one, she performs oral sex on him. Number two, he performs oral sex on her. Number three, they do a 69. If they still call it. <laughs> Which I think they do, I don't know. I mean, I do, but I'm old, so I don't know if it has some new fun name I don't know about. Well, now we call it a uh, 68 and a low year one. If our son knew that it had a new hip name, you know who we would not tell? His mom. Yes, that's true. That's true. Number four, her on top. Number five, doggy style. That's it. He's like, okay, that's a very doable list. She wants to do all of them today. Within two hours. (laughs) Which he was like, that's a lot. (laughs) Because because of you. Not because of me. I'm down. Let's go. (laughs) But also, like, I mean, he's a young, virile man, I assume. But still, like, if she's not going to come at all, it... Like, is he not going to come? Like, he's still got to make it good for her. So, like, <laughs> if you think about it, there's probably at least four orgasms for him in there. And maybe that's too many in a two-hour... Maybe he didn't drink enough fluids. <laughs> well, notice he does drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I'm just saying. By the way, he's American Psycho is 64% on Metacritic. If we, we could just get our listeners to start throwing negatives on it, and might be able to get it down. Everybody, I need you to go bash. 59%. You could just pick it for Dracula rules, or Tony could pick it. No, Dracula made it under Metacritic. <laughs> After we did it. <laughs> yeah. Whose team are you on? Frankenstein. I really don't oh, care. Oh, look, uh, audience score is only 58. Either. Oh, yeah. That's We're good. A, are you lying? You're no. lying. I really don't care. Why are you making Go shit up? Go ahead and do it. I'm not making it up. I mean, you could just pick it. <laughs> We're so. both dyslexic. He asked her, really? Isn't that right? He asked her if maybe have an <laughs> orgasm should go on the list. And she's like, no, I like goals that are achievable. And I want to be able to check everything off and not feel like anything is unresolved. <laughs> so he's like, okay, but you know, we don't have to do anything on the list. We can just have a good time and do what feels good. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I can't do that, which is why I think she's never had an orgasm. <laughs> she's like, if I let go, anything could happen. And he's like, exactly. <laughs> um, so he teases her a bit about the schedule. And he's like, are we going to have a bell ring after we do each part? <laughs> and then her phone rings. It's her daughter. So she takes the call in the bathroom. While she's there, he stands up. And looks like maybe he needs a moment. I was really hoping he was going to get another Mars bar. (laughs) (laughs) Like, get the Mars bar. She comes out, tries to get, and he tries to get her to understand that this is not a schedule. It's a dance. She needs the schedule, though, and would like to do it in order. She's prepared for the blowjob now, so they should just start with it. She's still nervous, so he puts on music for them to dance to. And as she's starting to enjoy herself, her phone rings again. It's her daughter. Whenever she's in a pickle... She always forgets details and ends up calling twice. This reminded me a little actually when um, um, Xerxes was trying to get down and her brother kept calling. Mm. <laughs> but he was kind. <laughs> he, was, he was kind. It's a 300 joke for those of you who don't know. Because he was that Xerxes. He, that he was Xerxes but he was kind? He was Xerxes and in 300 he always says that he's kind. It's so crazy that he was Xerxes. <laughs> Every time I watch Love Action. I'm like, like, wait, that guy Xerxes? You look familiar. Oh, fuck, you're Xerxes? <laughs> so it turns out that the pickle her daughter's in can be sorted and that's what's important. 
She knows her son will provide the grandchildren, and she'll be happy if her daughter can just keep herself alive. She tells him that sometimes she thinks she wouldn't have become a mother if she knew it would be this hard. And he's like, well, what else would you have done? And she's like, I don't know, cross the desert on a horse, start an artist colony, which is where her daughter lives. <laughs> well, is in she the, an artist? In the fight, he does say, I'm sorry, you're jealous of your daughter. <laughs> he offers to give her a massage and she accepts. And he asks her if she thinks her kids could feel that she's disappointed them. And she says she doubts it because they don't mostly don't notice her. She starts to feel up his arm and then asks him to take his shirt off and allow her to touch him. So he's like, okay. And she touches his arms, his shoulders, his chest. And she seems entranced, but then she snaps out of it and is like, okay, you can put your shirt back. And she's like, I was feeling overwhelmed. Now she's starting to feel a little sick. She's overcome. She's never touched anyone like him, so fit and muscular. And he says it makes him feel good when she looks at him like that and touches him like that. Whoa. And then she talks about how she's always been ashamed of her body. She knows exactly what's wrong with it. And he's like, look, everybody feels that way. I look at myself in the mirror and I find things that are wrong too. And she's like, that's not possible. (laughs) He's like, look... If I didn't make sure I looked as good as possible, people wouldn't pick me and I wouldn't have a job. (laughs) I feel like this is a very relatable conversation because women feel like men will never understand about how they look at themselves. And it is nice to hear that your body is attractive no matter how many times you hear it. You always (laughs) want to hear it again. Because you're told constantly that no matter how pretty you are, you're not pretty enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is very interesting. But at the same time, women have no concept of how men feel about their bodies. You just don't. You have no concept at all. Because... Well, the, because it's with women, it's like, I need to be... You can't see, so I'll say 85, and guys are like, you can be 50. You're way higher than you think you are. But you're always aware of the input from the media and stuff on how women should look, but you don't even filter in the information that men are getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't... Because the media is there to sell you shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the problem. But it is nice that he says, look, I don't think I'm perfect either. Which is very interesting. <laughs> That's right, because no one looks like Chris Hemsworth. He's Not even like... Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> He's like, look, I looked like I that for like a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I watched him on something the other day. I was like, wow, oh, he doesn't really look as big as he does in Thor. But yeah. it's all camera angles, and then he's yeah. jacked. And he's like, and, and when you, you know, know you're gonna have that scene yeah. where you take your shirt off, you're, you like you suck all the water out of your body, yeah. And, yeah. and you pump well, up real big, and you look like that for like a day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tom Hardy said in an interview, somebody said, "Man, I thought you were much bigger," and he goes, "No, dude, that's just camera angles. They shoot me from down below. I look like a dude." Yeah. <laughs> I did. Well, Tom Hardy's like five seven. I yeah. did see that uh, in the, the the behind the scenes stuff for Bane for uh, Batman. They talked about how they shot him all these different ways, yeah. and, and they had these sh- big camera angles, so he's so wide. I mean, he's still a big motherfucker in that movie, but nowhere near as big. But he's as like six inches lips. shorter than Christian Bale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all those scenes where they're standing next to each other, he's standing. But like you a wouldn't know it in that movie. He looks like he's like six eight and four hundred pounds. Like he looks like a beast in that movie. Mm-hmm. You could tell when they when they're having the fight scenes. Mm-hmm. You could tell Bale's significantly taller than him. Yeah. But only if you're looking for it. But Bale's because uh, Bane's in the process of whooping his ass. <laughs> but also, Bale's Batman is noticeably slim. 
Like when you watch it, he's he's fast and stuff, but he's noticeably slim. Like even Keaton with the cowl and stuff, he looks a little beefier, and Affleck looks like a fucking linebacker. But uh, Bale, because his, his stuff is really just well, interlocking. Affleck's a bigger dude than I think people give him credit for. Yeah, he's a big dude, and he has a terrible tattoo. But uh, he has a lot of interlocking <laughs> plates and stuff. Have you seen it? What is this? <laughs> he has a phoenix on his back because oh, uh, yeah. a friend of mine is getting a phoenix, and I was like, somebody has a phoenix that I saw on some kind of bullshit and he Yahoo, the hooker today. Yahoo News or something, and I was like, oh, it's fucking Ben Affleck, and then we pull it up. And it's, it's it's rough. Mm-hmm. Well. So, anyway, he tells her that it is not vain to love yourself and that her body is beautiful. I mean, he looks like that when he goes to get milk, right? No. She... (laughs) (laughs) Hugh Jackman, like, 1% body fat, maybe. She asks him if Leo Brand is his real name. No, he has that look on his face because he's hungry. He hasn't eaten in three days. Well, I like the... (laughs) Well, that's like how Batista's like, I can't play Drax anymore. I'm too old to be... To be that big. Like, I need... he's not even that big. They put a muscle suit on him like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's like... But even still, he's like, I'm too old for that. Millionaire. I mean, it's not the worst tattoo ever. So I know, but I've seen really it. good tattoos, and you're like, gonna have to share that on the Facebook page because this whole I conversation. Know, I know. <laughs> like the, dude, the tattoo artist is like Ben Affleck walked in and asked me to do a phoenix, and I was like, I'm gonna fuck with him. <laughs> He's like, I'm not that good, but okay, cool, man, money. He said, "Cool ass. That's got to be like cool thirty thousand. No, look, he that's goes, I can you. Be, he goes, "I can be honest with him, or I can do Ben Affleck's tattoo, and that goes on my resume." Here's the thing. <laughs> Nobody knows what this is. Like. The thing about tattoos, they draw you a picture. They put it on your arm you, or wherever. You can see their drawing. You can see the stencil. And you still said, yes, that's on you. That's not on them. They did the best they could with what they were working with. <laughs> yeah. Unless their technique is just bad and it doesn't come out the that's way That's true, but it's supposed to. I mean, really, unless you're getting a portrait of someone, which I really don't recommend because there's always... And you need to do a them. lot of research about your yeah. artist. <laughs> Anyways... So she asked him if Leo Grant is his real name. He says it's not, just like Nancy Stokes is not her real name. And then she talks about how young men have too much energy and maybe every generation should have a war so that they can stop using guns on their video games and use them in real life. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, and he's like, my it brother's is in the army. <laughs> and this there is, is a war. <laughs> it's a very strange personal philosophy thing that this uh, writer put in this movie. Well, I, I get the idea that there needs to be some kind of conflict, but that's not going to stop people from playing video games. Like, that genie's mm-hmm. out the bottle. <laughs> that's never going to end. People will go into war, shoot people all day long, and then go home and play fucking Call well, of Duty. Well, she said of her husband's generation... They felt less than their parents and demasculated and anxious in that she feels people his generation because they were hanging out with goddamn fucking hippies. <laughs> yes, that's the problem. <laughs> Although there was a war for the goddamn fucking hippies and it didn't really fix things. It just made things worse. <laughs> I just wanted to say the goddamn fucking hippies because it's uh, fun. Because okay. I love when Leonardo DiCaprio says that. Well, I don't hippies, think that shit sure. <laughs> war makes anything better or worse. No, it's just a strange. And he's like, my brother's in the army. And she's like, oh, oh, shit. (laughs) And uh, then he tries to do some role playing and maybe they can work the blowjob into the game. And he's like, I could be your student and I'm distracted by your tight skirts and I can see down your blouse and you can keep me after class. And she's like, safe word, safe word, safe word. I like, have a safe word. <laughs> I like how uncomfortable this makes her. Though. I like how she just yelled safe word because, <laughs> sure. But 
there's that thing like she doesn't want to dominate him and she doesn't have like this student fantasy which mm-hmm. is gross actually i listened to a romance podcast where one of the hosts is a teacher and she will not read romance novels with that trope the student Good teacher she's like i won't i'm not reading that <laughs> even and in even like the college where everybody's of age i'm i'm still no 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 well, yes Good and like her. and her face when he was when she was talking about the girls that she taught and how their shirts kept getting or their skirts, skirts. kept getting higher and like the men and he made this comment with it shouldn't matter what they wear. Maybe the problem was that those men were in the wrong profession. Mm-hmm. And like her face as she just considered how disgusting it was that male teachers have a problem with anything that a teenage girl would ever wear is mm-hmm. upsetting it's and like, gross. Maybe they should have recognized upsetting. that those girls aren't there for them. <laughs> because yeah. she did. She said the same old thing. Well, you know, men... She, men she, can't control themselves if you're being too tempting. And he was and he's like, like... No, they can't. They can't. <laughs> When really, girl teachers molest kids, like, <laughs> in record numbers. Yeah, I, no, see, that's probably not record numbers. Just kids nowadays are fucking stupid. Because you know what I would do if I was banging out a teacher in high school? I would tell no one. No. <laughs> because that way you get to keep banging out a teacher. And get A's. And give O's. Yeah. See, that's the problem. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Big O's. Like, oh. Like, nowadays, kids talk too fucking much. I wouldn't have told nobody. <laughs> Even if it was the old librarian. (laughs) She's not into that kind of play. She just wants to feel young again. The power of feeling young, having everything before her, was wasted on her. She doesn't want to be 16. She just wants that feeling. But that's not how I felt when I was 16. Powerful? No. No, you... (laughs) I mean, maybe some people do, but that's not how I felt when I was 16. Not 16. Early 20s. I didn't feel that then either. I did. I think there was a period... In my early 20s where I felt that way. I don't know. Maybe it's because John and I were married so young and I had kids so young. But I never felt like that. I never felt like I was powerful and could do anything. I mean, not ever. I was living my life and making choices. And now I feel like I still have time to do anything I want. Mm -hmm. Or like... She feels more powerful now. Everybody's different, you know. Or like... How how many times my life has changed within the time that I have lived? Yeah. Like, there's still plenty of time. Like, I have not reached the point where I've made all the choices that have ruined my life, which I feel like people my age often feel. Like, I've made so many choices and I can't go back. But now I'm just like, well, I got plenty. I still can make choices and change things. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Or, like, when we talk about our kids sometimes, I'm like, well, they're just kids. They... Like, they haven't made any choice that ruins their life. They could change their life 50 times between now and the next 10 years. Like, so when Elaine wants to buy a hooker for the first time, she's going to have this movie as a <laughs> no. reference. But, like, I don't, no? No. I don't understand that feeling powerful at 16 because I didn't feel that at all, ever. I feel it now. Like, I still... And I feel it... Think it for my kids. Like, they have plenty of choices and nothing that they're deciding is going to... Uh, ruin their life in some way or set them down a path that, path that can't be changed because there's so much time for them to do something different. That's true. So she asked him if he's ever been in trouble because selling sex is illegal. And he's like, I don't sell sex. I sell my company. And what we do when we spend time together <laughs> okay. is between us. 
No, no, this is important. Public safety, that's not true. <laughs> so if, if, if you John were like... John started laughing. Because when you go to a hooker and like, I wasn't selling sex, but you were selling my company. And if sex happens, that's just something that's free. And of two consenting adults. No. If you give money to a person for anything, and then you have sex... No one's going to believe that there wasn't money for sex. Tell it to the judge, you're going to jail. <laughs> so let's cover that, friends. Don't be like, I'm selling my time and the sex is free. That's a conviction. <laughs> Allegedly, I've heard. At least until prostitution becomes legal. Right. Like, Well, evidently the big thing about prostitution isn't the sex work. It's the, everything that goes with it. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that, well, that was the thing. That was one of the points. There's I was, a lot of I was going to wait. Yeah. Was <laughs> when the, and this is a little later, but she's like, you know, this is so great. Every everyone should do this. This should be a public service. And I was like, so that everyone, because they're all because I'm, I, you know, whatever your business is, whatever your business, I'm never going to touch a fucking prostitute. Whatever. That's just me. I'm a prude. Now, <laughs> having said that, what if it's two prostitutes? <laughs> oh, I couldn't have sex with a prostitute <laughs> either. I need to know where you've been. Yeah. Yeah. Hundo P. Yeah. Now, I don't care about your BDE. I Hundo P need to where you've been. know where you've been. She's like the FBI. Yeah. Can't. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. But but they need references. <laughs> yeah, I do. But what the point of it was is that um she, you know, very this is very spoilery, but for a little bit she falls in love with him. Uh-huh. And and that's the problem. Or she thinks, to me anyway. She thinks she's fine. Yeah, that's the problem is you're going to get a whole mess of fucking stalking and a whole fucking mess of people being murdered and all this kind of shit. That probably happens anyway, but it's going to be a little more mainstream. You're going to see it more. You know what I mean? And that was my problem with her idea that it should be no. it should be mainstream. I did watch a documentary once. It's porn. Maybe it's porn. for school. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it was about in... I don't remember which country, but in a European country, yeah. they made it part of the benefits for people with disabilities that they could have intimacy sessions or okay. whatever because they couldn't necessarily go out. Yeah. So to help people who can't n- typically... <laughs> that sounds... I, I and it was kind of like that where it's kind of what he's describing. I'm I'm spending time with them. I'm we can cuddle, we can hold hands, we can you know like you can learn how to be intimate with another person. You talking with about me. you talking about physical disabilities or mental disabilities? I think a little bit of both. Well, but I you have to be able to consent, and that's, that's another my, issue that's altogether my with, with that. The whole thing is the, that <laughs> well, physical range. disabilities and mental disabilities, the consent is very different there. Yeah. Yes. Well, also, like there's companionship. Like you're allowed to have like a fake boyfriends. I heard that's like a thing. You yeah. can rent a boyfriend. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. that's legal because there's no sex. But if you rent I... a boyfriend and then you fuck, that's prostitution. The, <laughs> the thing that. Do I think prostitution no. should be legal? A hundred percent. Yes. Because it's my body and if I want to sell it, it should be the only thing I could always sell. <laughs> it's the only thing I actually even like it's really the only thing that's mine. Everything else you can It's of always mine. It's been mine the whole time. I should be able to sell it if I want. Which is how I feel about it. But I feel like the problem with legalizing prostitution is how do you protect the prostitute? Mm-hmm. Because the laws then have to change to what like to protect them mm-hmm. yeah. because that's the whole reason to make it legal to give them protection yeah not the people that are paying for sex they don't need to be protected ever they're paying for sex <laughs> but the reason to make it legal would be to make regulations to make it more safe for the people that so like like he gets when he during think, the uh, third when he gets so mad because she finds out who he is 
because that's scary. And yeah. she doesn't understand how scary that is yeah. that she knows his real name. That she that she yeah. would he's like that stalking. You're stalking me now. Spoilers. <laughs> I get a little weirded out sometimes when I have friends and going, you know, places to places and you have to have wear name tags. And it's like I get it. He's like, I don't want everybody to know my name. But you know <laughs> you guys want people, just be Leo. Yeah, do you want people to know your names? And some name tags I've seen even have well, like first and last names, especially if like manager and stuff. And I'm like Nah, fuck all that, dude. Make yeah, up a name. Why does it have to be a real name? I'd make up a name. My name would be Seymour Butts. They should totally let you do that at jobs if you have to wear a name tag. You can make up what your name can be, whatever the fuck you want it to it's be. It's weird when people... Because it doesn't matter. Michael it, Hunt, but call me Mike. It's weird when people use Huge my name. Because I, I have a job where I wear a name tag. Ben And people will look at you and they'll look down. And your name tag is always on you your boobs. Say Elaine? Yeah, just yeah. as my name. And, um... But, like, your name tag, no matter what kind... Like, ours is on a lanyard... But if you're wearing one, it's always on your boobs, right? right. Mm-hmm. So people are constantly, they look at your boobs, and then they look at your face, and they deliberately use your name. Yeah. It's, like, sometimes it's a people will look, look at, at your, your name because they're very happy and they want to give you a compliment. But some people just deliberately look at your chest and then look <laughs> at your face and use your name. And it's upsetting to me. Like, stop looking. I don't use my name. I only do it. I only do. You should it. put on there. My I'm eyes are up here. <laughs> I, I only do people's names when they have helped me a lot. Yeah. Like if someone helps me, I'm like, thanks, Lane. Thanks, yes. John. You know. But it's. But I don't go, John. Come here. Hey, John. You know, because I think but that's yes. a little and creepy. And if you like, if you wanted but to say, look hey, at thanks. my, but if uh, I really helped you, and then you look at my name because you want to say something really yeah. complimentary or thank me, that's different. Or than the people it's... that look at your name to start a conversation, yeah, yeah. it's that's really off-putting. Don't use my name. You don't know me. Or some places you go, some places you go, they'll ask you who helped you. I kind of want to go to Elaine's you know job I mean? now. <laughs> you look at her name tag and I don't like, care, I don't care if you stare at my breasts, sir. She'll you can look at do. them all the time. I guess the live show, it's fine. Uh-huh. But, uh, but it would be fun for me to drive all the way to her work just to be like, hi. <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> but also, like, yeah, I but do it to... But just once do it to someone you don't know and think about how creepy it is. I don't want to do that. I have gone to her work to like, drop off coffee. Like, I need to speak to the manager. <laughs> uh, what can I just please get the manager. The manager on duty, please. And they come get her. Like, hey, I brought you coffee. Because I don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, there's a guy here. It looks like he's pissed off. <laughs> and she's like, it's just my husband. Just it's going to be weird one day when somebody was, else shows up like, <laughs> like, no, I need a different manager. <laughs> I was shopping at a store that Tony goes to, and I waited until he got there. And then I, the people were trying to help me. And I'm like, no, I need to ask him a question. And then he took the rolly card and, like, knocked it into me. And the employees were looking up like horrified. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> First of all, why does she want to ask you a question and not me? I work here. And second of all, why did you do that? Yeah, that's why it always sucks. I was like, he's my husband. It always sucks with certain places that I'll work. When I go to work and put this stuff up, because they'll be like, uh, hey, can you help me find? No. (laughs) Here's the other thing. People will ask constantly, do you work here? Um, Well, I'm wearing a shirt that says the company name, and I have a lanyard on. But no, I don't work here. But then you'll have your coat on and your purse, and you're leaving. And people will stop you to ask you, bitch, do I look like I work here? (laughs) 
You Why? can't even tell I have a jacket. It's zipped all the way up. Why are you stopping? But every once in a while I fuck up because I'll have jeans and, and a red polo on or something just because I'm wearing that. And I'll be in Target like, do you work? I was like, no, I don't. Oh, I guess I look just like everybody <laughs> else that fucking I works look here. I look like I work here. I start fucking no, like, yeah, what can I have? <laughs> I'll be in the bag checking yeah. out customers. What are you doing? I got to restock these shelves. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just me. I'm weird. <laughs> All right. So anyway, this is when he he starts to kind of sell her on more sessions a little bit. And she's like, I don't need your sales pitch. I'm not interested. I can't afford you. Don't give me your sales pitch. Let's just do this blowjob. <laughs> and he's like, okay, all right, fine. He leads her back to the bench at the foot of the bed and she kneels down in front of him, goes to undo his pants, but then she can't do it. She's mad at herself because she's afraid that she won't like it or he won't like it. And he's like, who cares? Find out. <laughs> you're flashing here or am I losing? No, I saw it. Okay, too. good. He's like, it doesn't. If you don't like it, then you just stop. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I'm a professional sex worker. <laughs> and he tells her that everybody needs something different. Some of his clients just want to talk. Some want to hold hands. Some want to watch TV. Some want to dress up like a cat and pretend to be like a thing. <laughs> like a legal weapon. With the weapon, he picked up a hooker to sit home and watch cartoons with um, uh, Three Stooges with him. Mm-hmm. But that's in the extended cut. And they talk about how he doesn't judge his clients. They all have what? You knew needs, that. <laughs> and he enjoys helping them and giving them pleasure even if there's no sex. She tells him that she used to give an essay to her students about the legalization of sex work. And always her students copied the same information from Wikipedia about how legalization would provide protection to sex workers, allow taxation of the industry, and protect against abuse, trafficking, and disease. Except for that one kid that one time. (laughs) Oh, he rolled over. I was like, what is he doing? Sex work should be legalized so your mom can pay taxes on your work or something like that. And he talks about how it's a big and complicated issue, but it would be great if it was available and safe for anybody whenever they need it. But some people like the secrecy and the fantasy of it. He likes the reality of it. And uh, he feels very passionate about this. And it turns him on discussing it. And she is moved and turned on and gives him the blame job. He seems to enjoy it just fine. And then it's meeting three. She Meeting three starts with her getting oral from him. At least what we see. Yes. <laughs> No orgasm, but it's very nice and relaxing. She thinks she actually nodded off. <laughs> Which, that's not a compliment. I know. I was like, um. <laughs> Sorry. It was so boring I fell asleep. What? I'm very relaxed. It's very, it's very nice. And she, as we know, if she's asleep, that means no. <laughs> Even yeah, if she's paying she, for it. She wonders what sound she would make if she were to have an orgasm. She's read that a person's sneeze can be an indicator of how loud they are. And he asks her how she's faked it in the past, and she shows him her very quiet faking. <laughs> I wouldn't buy that at all. <laughs> Was her husband a virgin? He might have been. Because there's no way, like, of all the ways I've seen a woman fake it. Because <laughs> you see it in movies all the time. Um, that is the fakest faking it <laughs> I've ever seen. Fakest faking I've ever seen. I mean, maybe he didn't care. Because he obviously didn't care. He didn't care. Yeah. But. (laughs) So she compliments him because he's good at his job and he reads people well and pays attention. And he's like, you could too. And she's like, yeah, but I don't. (laughs) And I'm probably not going to. 
She's happy with him and their hotel room arrangements, but she thinks she wants more. She wants to know more about him. Does he have a special someone? What's he like outside of this arrangement? She wants to date him. And he's like, this is about what happens in this room right here, right now, between the two of us. That's the arrangement. And Anything after that ain't happening. <laughs> like, if you see me outside... Oh. <laughs> I mean, if we're at that cafe in Paris, you can give me the little Alfred nod, and that's it. <laughs> no more. No less. He's like, I'll be whatever you need me to be when we're together, but but that's it. Like, that's, when I'm on the clock, I'm yours, but yeah. other than that, that's my time. You don't yeah. get my time. No, no. Yeah. He tries to change the subject and introduce her to sex toys, but she's like, look, I have to tell you something. I've been curious and uh long lonely nights and curiosity get the better of you and i know who you are and he's like okay this is over (laughs) i need an adult so he gets up starts getting dressed she's like i don't understand what's the big deal i'll tell you my real name and he's like no (laughs) not superheroes i'm not interested in your real name i have boundaries you didn't respect them i'm leaving and please don't book me again and she's like, but I want to help you. I can talk to your mother. I'm good with the parents. <laughs> why is she obsessed with his mother? You know what? Because she sees him as a, a boy, as a, but, as a young boy instead but of then a she man. Should, then she shouldn't want to have sex with him. I know, him. I know. <laughs> you know what I don't think about when I'm naked with my husband? His mom. <laughs> Ever. Not even know. once. Never happened. Thanks. <laughs> Because when I think about... like, I'm glad. But when you're thinking about someone in a sexual way, you know what you don't think about? Their parents. But I don't even think she's really thinking of him in a sexual way yet. I know. They're having sex, but it's more like a, what is all this? What is this doing? It's more like a But she's also, this is where she's in love with him, though. Because she's like, but what's the problem with us having coffee sometime and seeing what you're like out there? And he's like, but that's not... you can. That'll be $2,000 and you, (laughs) or whatever it costs, and book me for the... For the whole day. For the meeting. She's like, if you're so proud of your work, then why do you hide it? I can talk to your mom. You can be more open about it. And he's really pissed. He's like, look, I offer a service. This was never going to be more than that. No one is going to talk to my mother. As far as she's concerned, I'm dead. And she's like, she tells everybody you're dead. What did you do to her to make her feel that way? And he's like, what did I do? That is... Like, what is wrong with her that she thinks he did anything? And and he's like, let's remind you that you're not mother of the leader either. Yeah. He gets, he gets a little angry. <laughs> and he should. Oh, and he's like, fuck off. And he leaves. No, and no. He comes back. He knocks on the door <laughs> because he left his phone. And no, I was really hoping he would grab a Mars bar. <laughs> Just walk in and open it up and be like... And, and you're paying bar. for this. And you walk out. That, well, he does say he'll refund her money. And that would have been my favorite scene. Awesome. <laughs> he just needs his phone. He can't find it. He's pissed. He starts throwing pillows. He punches the headboard. He's so mad. And he tells her that his mother disowned him when he was 15. She wants to know what he did. And he says, I disappointed the fuck out of her. <laughs> At this point, he's like in tears. The lobby calls to ask if everything's okay and asks him to keep it down. And then he says his mother was like her, going through life, doing everything right. But he knew she didn't understand him and he could feel her revulsion. 
he wasn't what she thought or what she wanted and he tells her she doesn't actually want the truth of his life she just wants something exotic and he finds his phone tells her she can have a refund kisses her on the cheek and leaves never want to see you again <laughs> i wouldn't give a refund and then we have meeting four <laughs> Nancy waits in a restaurant, unsure if he will come, and three different employees come over to ask if they can get her anything. I know, there was three different actresses in this scene. I, know, I, know, I understand why she didn't order a drink, a, a, a tea, water, a, a water, tea or something. Or something. Yeah. Bread for the table or whatever the fuck she's at. You know, like, even if I'm waiting for someone, I'll scones. still get yeah. a drink. Yeah. What if he doesn't show up? You're just going to get up and leave and not have gotten it? Yeah. Like, that's weird. And then <laughs> the third one knows her it's a former student and she's such a fucking hypocrite (laughs) fuck her becky no nancy nancy her name's not nancy no it's susan (laughs) susan robinson (laughs) yeah so, Becky, the former student, who doesn't un- seem to understand Any chance I get to sing, you know. why Mrs. Robinson is being so weird. Like, you're eating in my restaurant, I recognize you, hey, this is cool. My mom and her teacher friends had to stop getting ha- having happy hours or going out to dinner in the vicinity of her school. Because they <laughs> would always have a student as their waiter. <laughs> I like, is this what she's like? Does that bother the- them? It just makes them feel like they can't. Let loose. Yeah. It's just, like, how so, many drinks can I order from my student? How many? What can we talk about if they're going to overhear us? So Mrs. Robinson says some shitty thing. I must not have done a very good job. You're a waitress. I was like, oh, that's fucking <laughs> oh, cold-blooded. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, she's a yeah. fucking hypocrite and a bitch. <laughs> she's a terrible person. She should not expect this young guy to want to date her. Well, she's my least favorite character, but that was only because of a lack of options. <laughs> He flipped the assassin coin. And yeah. It. Yeah, 50-50. I'd rather see who wins. So, anyways. Then, uh, Leo shows up and tells Becky that he's trying to sell his car. And this lady is interested. And they thought it would be a good place to meet up. Because there's good parking. Bad coffee, apparently. They'll try the coffee, though. <laughs> and they, both of them regretted that. I love the looks on their faces when they drank the coffee. And I was like, why did you drink tea? Yeah, that was about to say, why didn't they get tea? Yeah. Like, the coffee's terrible. All right, we'll have tea. Well, he he's was... hard to fuck up. He's a very charming man. So she said the coffee yeah, is terrible. Yeah, because Becky wants to bone him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's cute and charming. And so he, of course, was going to try the coffee. He's like, well, we'll risk it. Because that's the charming thing to say. That is something you would do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you're very kind and charming to strangers. But not to you. Well, you're very. She was very important to say strangers, not. It wasn't and, a bit of an end. It. You're and not. Fast. You don't use your charming on me. You're kind to me, and you take care of me because you love me, and I love you for it. But you do she not give me any of your jokes. charm. But you don't have to. He turn on the charm. He doesn't right. give but me the doesn't charm. Laugh my I jokes. don't get the charm. I have gold out there. I bring it home, and she doesn't fucking laugh. I'm not your therapy person. <laughs> you guys are looking at me going well he sometimes with the trash I'm like I don't no he doesn't take out, out the trash I take out the trash <laughs> all the time she don't want to get the dog to pee <laughs> apparently poop oh my goodness speaking of it where is Achilles there was right there passed out alright I so, take the dog outside all the time to pee. He just won't go in the backyard anymore because the other dog died. So we have to take him to the front yard <laughs> so he can pee on the garbage. Why do you have to bring up that my dog died? Oh, that's why we brought our dog friend. And because nobody's home at our house. <laughs> well, there may be fireworks that will make him freak out. Scared yeah. 
So Ooh, I don't, probably probably not before ten. Chandler never really seemed to be bothered by fireworks, but Boss used he's, to freak well, he out. Was, he was abused, but he's very scared of fireworks. To where it's noticeable. It looks like so, he's comfortable. They had fireworks for sale to Sam's Club, which I thought was weird because they're illegal in Virginia. Only so were they. They were crappy ones, ones yeah. I think, because they have, they have snakes have and them, sparklers. Yeah, snakes and sparklers. And I like sparklers. Pull the thing and blow poppers, up. party yeah. poppers. I was yep. thinking about grabbing and, some. And I like sparklers snaps, and snakes. They're, they're fun. <laughs> I was gonna buy some because you were coming over. I thought friends. about some too. Friends, it's New Year's Eve if you're not sure. They're also messy. <laughs> yeah. Everything's but, like, hey, pull this, and then your house is wrecked. And I was like, well, I'm not bringing this. And then I looked at it, and I was like, wow, this week, and it was like 20 bucks for like two party poppers yeah. and some sparklers. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pop it over the trash. <laughs> yeah. Watch this. Ta-da. And just shoots it into the trash. Wasn't that amazing? Not really. What are you doing? It was kind of a mess. <laughs> All right, you, you can do it, but do it outside and in the neighbor's yard. Yeah. <laughs> do it towards the street. Hopefully, the wind will blow it down into the. Well, bars. I don't know. I haven't seen our back our back fence saver in a while. I think mm-hmm. he's on deployment. Yeah. Well, that dog that's sometimes at his house because of his lady friend it has not been there for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I think he's on deployment. I haven't seen anybody in that house. Our neighbor next to us also has a dog, but I don't know that it's allowed out of the house. Oh. The little yappy dog. Yeah. Sometimes it. So I'll go to my car in like the morning, and she's standing at the door, and it's weird. So I tried to look at her because I don't want to wave while she's standing there, like drinking her coffee. She doesn't want to be <laughs> like I feel like that. Like, like they little have yappy little dog. stairs, like yeah. we do, off the kitchen, and I feel like the yappy dog is not allowed to leave the landing. Sometimes when I come home late at night, it will be barking at the door at me, but it's not outside. It's like in the house. I've never seen that dog outside. I don't even know what kind uh-huh. of dog it is. It's a little yappy dog. I've seen it because every once in a while you're like walking and then the neighbor's opening the door and you like, hi. (laughs) I don't. I just pretend she doesn't exist. It's better for everyone that way. Okay. Well, because, you know, because if you're letting the dog out and you happen to look up, there's a fucking person there. It's your name. You you wave. And then you give the obligation. Fuck off to you. I don't wave. She might be a friend of the podcast. I don't make eye contact. Well, that's how we met. The one time I was walking in my car and she looked up, like, right at me. And I was like, well, now I have to say something. It's my neighbor. <laughs> See, that's the difference between him and me. I don't make eye contact ever. I was I wave. walking. We were like, she stood up and looked at me and I, I was walking. And I was like, well, now you have to say something. On both sides of us and the old lady in the court across the street. But nobody else in the court across the street do I acknowledge. <laughs> no, and I kind of always want to talk. Always the old lady. <laughs> I kind of always want to talk to that one dude that lives on the... Thing that has all the really good decorations for Halloween and Christmas, mm-hmm. but I never really see them outside for more than five <laughs> seconds, and I don't want to walk up in the See, like, this was the 80s. We'd already knocked on doors. I'm like, hey, here's a yeah. fruitcake. <laughs> yeah. I do miss Violet and her lumpy. I made you cookies. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. My neighbor lived over there for two years. If she knew what our neighbor was doing to her yard, that woman would be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, neither of them were sure that Leo would show up, but they sit down, drink the bad coffee, and talk. And she tells him that he has helped her feel more alive and more powerful in the last month than she ever has in her life. She wishes that she realized sooner what this could feel like and she would have made some necessary changes. She has also recommended him to a couple of friends, very discreetly. <laughs> Facebook? You, like, Tony, you know, I had this hooker. Hey, you would really like her. Wow. I think you'd really you like her. You got her number, right? Okay. I, I'm going to bring this up. Uh, much like with the movie Loverboy. We could be tunnel buddies. It'll be oh, fun. yeah. Loverboy. Here's the thing. This reminds me of the movie Loverboy. Oh, you never saw Loverboy? Loverboy with the pizza? Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't want to do that for the podcast. <laughs> a, little, a little bit? So you should pick it. Patrick I don't think Dem- I've ever even heard of it. You know you who Patrick Dempsey is? No. 
So you know Patrick. Why are you so surprised? Wait a minute. I'm trying to explain the movie. I know who Patrick Dempsey. McDreamy. So before he was McDreamy, he was McGeeky. This was in the 80s before he fell down and got handsome. He was kind of a geeky looking dude. So he was a pizza delivery boy that was also a male prostitute. If you ordered extra sauce. No, it was anchovies. Anchovies. That's right. But there was the one time. He's been pouring my wine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm tempted to change my pick now and do Loverboy. Do it. Wait, what was your other pick? I was going to do Blade 3. Oh, yeah. Do Loverboy. <laughs> There's always room for Blade 3. Maybe I'll pick one. Uh, um, but this is the thing. I don't want to ever have sex with someone Carly has had sex with. <laughs> okay? Me neither. So, and that's, this is one of the problems I have with Loverboy is she recommends him to her friends. And this woman has recommended him to her friends. If you recommended yeah, me but... someone you had sex with... Like, the only reason you recommend a hooker is because you had sex. Um, but I, know, but I'm I saying, don't want to have sex ever with the but, same... No, it's gross. No, no, but I'm saying... It's so gross. But is it, it's, you're having sex with a hooker. You know what I mean? Which is also We're not gross. having sex with hookers. Yeah. So, but if I was the person that would have sex with a hooker, I guess that would be acceptable because who gives a shit at that point? I just feel like I don't... I don't I want guess, that recommend recommendation. If you were open to... Having, like she said, some of my friends I felt like really could use mm-hmm. this. I guess if you said, I don't want to be with you because I think that's weird. Do you know somebody else? <laughs> mm-hmm. If you were open to it, he might have a co-worker. <laughs> yeah, because I've never, I've never dated any of my friends' exes, but I've had dudes date my exes <laughs> in different I varying just... degrees of fucked upness and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm totally changing it to is it more. is it doable? <laughs> oh, he says a 38 Mac. Whoa. Oh, is right. it available? I am first of all. Oh, I don't know. I think we own it on DVD. So, uh, let me see. She also tells him her real name is Susan Robinson, Mrs. Robinson, and she's never done anything remarkable in her life. She always follows the rules, does what she's supposed to do, and he has been her only adventure. She wasn't thinking about it properly. And she kind of wanted it to be real. Oh, it's not available. Oh, oh you, know what? you also know. You know what? I was thinking about Loverboy. I also get Loverboy mixed up with uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Cause also a great movie. Also movie. Patrick Dempsey, but this time he's uh, a lawn boy. Also Nazi. <laughs> oh, that one's yeah. Cool. You should see that Can't one's Buy really me love. great, dude. That I'm, one's good. I'm Actually, really I think sad we have Can't Buy Me Love on DVD. Well, I can't do Loverboy, but I mean, it's not available. It's anywhere? not available. It says it's not available anywhere. Is it? I mean, can we get like, it? Let me try. Well, I'm just What's saying, on, can we order it on DVD for like two dollars? Then who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but it's not going to be here by next. Well, it, it, might be. it couldn't be her next pick. It would have to it be a be. pick after. I mean, I can pick it eventually, but not for next time. So, anyways, she apologizes. Well, so you order shit online now. It's there like tomorrow. <laughs> and then she signals for the check. Leo is like, "That's it," and she's like, "Look, I just wanted to see you. Make sure you're okay. Thank you. Make sure you know how much you've helped me, and say goodbye." Becky comes back over and she's like, you know, Mrs. Robinson used to be my teacher. It's 10 bucks. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, how was she as a teacher? And he's like, a bit. And she goes, it's a bit all right. Or she was all right, a bit uptight, but not as bad as some of the others. Except this one time when she called an assembly to call us all sluts. <laughs> oh, sidebar. You can get it in a 10 movie pack that has The Wizard. Can't Buy Me Love. Uh, Uncle Buck, The Breakfast Club, uh, The Secret of My Success, Fletch, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, The Burbs, Weird Science, Dragnet, and The Great Outdoors. That's a good set, man. It is, and it's only um, 26 
Where do you get that? It's on Amazon. It's well, a 10 film 1980s collection. It's just really I know, but that's really good. I know, but Can't we... Can't Buy Me Love's on Amazon Prime. You can rent it. Hmm. Well, I don't want to do Can't Buy Me Love. I want to do Loverboy. Uh, we can, we're going to buy Loverboy today. Don't worry about it. Before we go from this table. Okay, right. but... You, I'm, you just keep I'm on gonna going. I'm going to finish the notes. You guys shop. Okay. <laughs> so, she... Apparently, Nancy held the special assembly and told the girls that if they look like sluts, they'll be treated like sluts. And if they go around tempting men, they're going to get themselves in trouble. Because the skirts were too high. And she also always made them recite the word concupiscence. Did I say that right? I guess. I don't know. Um, which means lustful desire. And uh, Nancy asked Becky to go get the bill. And once she leaves, she Done. acknowledges that this is her leg- legacy as an educator. While Becky is gone, Leo tells Nancy that he told his brother the It'll truth be here this about week. his job. His brother had told him he... To take the other things out of the Amazon cart? No. Well, no, I bought it directly. You go right to it and you say, buy now. You don't go through the 15 things oh, okay. that are in the Amazon cart. This is two minutes in a puzzle. <laughs> his brother kind of already knew, and then he tells her the story of his mother, who he thought had gone out for the weekend. He had some friends over. They had some wine, and they had a bit of an orgy. His mm-hmm. mom walked in with a neighbor and was disgusted and humiliated, and after a couple weeks... He had to leave because he couldn't stay there because he could tell she was disgusted. I don't think I would be humiliated by walking in on one of my kids in an, ori- in an orgy. Horrified? Embarrassed? <laughs> but humiliated? No. Well, in front of her friend, though. I don't care. No, I would yeah, not. That, so, you like, can see how she... You know, yes, you I know that see- scene in Friends where Phoebe's like, my eyes, my eyes? It'd be a lot like that. <laughs> But it's also something that eventually you probably like. Remember that time? <laughs> if it was cross, I would. That I would start. Was weird. No. If it, so here's the weird thing. If it was cross, I would fuck with him about it. If it was Gwen, I would pretend it never happened. <laughs> yeah, you just pretend but you never- wouldn't. You wouldn't. Like, remember that time I call you having an orgy, dude? Like, no, dude, I would not tell man, people. Man, you going fucking balls deep, man. <laughs> You wouldn't say, I never want to speak to you again. Because that's what you did with the, with the son. I will never speak your name again. And from this day forward, you are yeah, dead to me. I'd be like, your sex life is dead for me. I never want to talk about this again. We're both going to pretend I never saw that. It's fine that you did that. But I don't ever want to talk about it. And she's like, surely time is a great healer. He's like, no, actually. She totally meant it. I actually passed her on the street a couple years ago. And she pretended. That's that fucking cold. That is cold, man. <laughs> that is fucked up. And Nancy's like, your mom is wrong. There's nothing disappointing or disgusting about you. Becky arrives back with a check, and Nancy's like, Becky, I'm going to tell you something. First of all, I'm sorry I called you a slut. That was wrong. I never should have said something like that to a group of young girls. Also, I'm not here to buy this man car. I'm here to have sex with him. (laughs) Which, this made me... Which Becky got a little jealous. She's like, I want to fuck him. Yeah, but I feel like... So, like, she keeps telling him that he should be proud of the work that he's doing because she enjoys it. But I don't think that necessarily means he should be proud of the work that he's doing or should feel like he needs to tell everybody and his yeah. brother, you know, she my job is a hooker. Kind of outs And then she does look at him and he's like, all right, whatever. Well, and yeah, then she's one person. To it's a one very person. empty restaurant. Yeah. Yes. But at the same time, I feel like you, like, she was a hypocrite because she pretended that she, she didn't know him or, you know, or like she didn't know what to say because she didn't just want to say to Becky that this is my friend, which she could say, this is my friend. This is my hooker. (laughs) But she didn't need to say, this is my hooker. Like, hey, Tony, how are you? Yes, my hooker right here. My sex teacher. Yeah. 
you know, I just... I, I fuck her for money. <laughs> I feel like the pretending she didn't know him was the wrong choice. The pretending she... The telling the truth was also the wrong choice to a stranger. Like, I don't need to... Like, you're never going to see back care. again. You don't need... To no, but I don't ever want strangers to tell me their life story. Or I don't really want to know anything about you. Becky really doesn't care about this woman. She just... Hey, you used to be my teacher... Saying, I'm sorry, I never should have called no, you a slut. That's it. That's the end of conversation. She's really interested I, in him, though. I appreciate that she, she said... She wants to see the old Leo Grand, if you know what I mean. I appreciate <laughs> that she said, I hope you know this already, but pleasure is a wonderful thing. No, no, you can do Loverboy now. I bought it. Because yeah, but she, Tony and Carly she had not it. felt that way in the past. I'll get him a copy. It's okay. Okay. Um, so anyway, she has booked a room upstairs, and there's some things she wants to try if Leo is down. And he is. They smile, they go upstairs, and then they have actual good sex probably for the first time ever where she's not all in her head and let's do it right here like this with my list and you first see you know emma thompson's boobs i was like oh my god those are her boobs <laughs> i was like i can't believe we saw her boobs and then <laughs> and then she says she still doesn't my have teeth. an orgasm he goes to try to get a toy and while he's up walking around getting some water john to goes toy, i saw his penis she I was like, yeah, I did that yes. too. She, I was like, hey, there's a donkey call. She gives herself an <laughs> orgasm. Once he's dressed, she tells him this will be their last section. Last session. Sex. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, you had it right the first time. <laughs> and she's she's ready to go forward with her life. And she wishes him luck, thanks him, and he leaves. Once he's gone, she stands in front of the full-length mirror. And Full frontal Emma. I was like, whoa. I wasn't ready for that. And no. is happy with herself. John was not ready for that, and I was like, "Oh, it makes perfect sense to me." <laughs> she's like, "As a woman, you will understand because no, she's I, she's happy about her body." I was like, "I don't care if she's happy about her body." I wasn't surprised <laughs> that a famous actress of her age was going to be like, "Let's get butt booty naked for the world to see." Mm-hmm. Well, that. That's My, the whole point. That's why it doesn't bother me because it makes more sense to me that it doesn't matter that an actress of her age got butt booty naked. Because good, well, not even of her age, herself. an actress. Period. You, you Jamie said. Lee Curtis. That's who I'm thinking of. Uh-huh. She posed in her underwear in a magazine to try it a, a while ago. Yeah, I with that. a like just. Let yourself age. I don't look like I'm 20. <laughs> this I is what that. I actually look like. She looked don't good, Photoshop though. me. This is my body. Emma Thompson and I'm looks proud pretty good, too. Body. But no, I remember the Jamie Lee saying, like, oh my God, because everybody wanted her to look like she did in True Lies. All right, guess what? That ain't fucking her. <laughs> yeah, that was a long I've time had ago. Children, she barely looked like that then. Up, <laughs> look at Schwarzenegger now. Yeah. I mean, I, mean and I remember she, seeing that and feeling like she looked, she, Jamie Lee Curtis still looked good. She's like, stop Photoshopping pictures of me. This is what I look like, and I don't want people yeah. to. And it's crazy. I said change. to John the, that I thought funny about that was the people who have a problem boots. with that are yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Regular people don't give a fuck. Like, hey, Jamie Lee Curtis, hot. <laughs> um, only the Hollywood assholes want you to look like your fucking Barbie from 1972. <laughs> <laughs> or 82. When was Halloween? Uh, 78. 78. I think yeah. it was the 70s, yeah. yeah. Right. No, nobody else needs you to look like that anymore. Only Hollywood wants you to look like that. What did you think, Tony? Whoa, you get to go first. Yes. My favorite character was Leo Gets. Because whatever she wanted, need, Leo got. Leo got. <laughs> My least favorite character is Leo's mother. In absentia. In absentia. My least favorite character is waitress number two. <laughs> My favorite line is, uh, what's her name, Nancy? Nancy. Yes. Sure. Nancy. No, Susan. Robinson. Or Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Robinson says, I should... I should be ticking the large green smiley face on the feedback form. Uh, my 
favorite scene is the meeting with Becky where they kind of show that she's grown as a character or whatever and did all that. My favorite my favorite tertiary object was I liked I like Leo Grande's uh beanie. <laughs> His yellow beanie at the end. I thought it was cool. Uh I'll maybe the movie. It was it was interesting and the character had an arc and all that. You know, it's not probably not something I'm going to throw on again. <laughs> He's like I'm not going to watch this again. But if you're into this sort of thing, it's it was a good it's a good story. I'll tell you, I kept reading, and it was in the trivia, and then I listened to an interview that Emma Thompson did about the movie, and they everybody kept calling it a two-hander, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> because it's so good you hold it with both hands. No, it's a play or a story that centers around two people. Oh, really? <laughs> I always thought that mean it was just so good you, got, you hold it with two hands. I don't know, but I was like, what's or a two-hander? Because there's only two characters in the entire thing. It, yeah, so... All right, John, tell oh, us hey. which one did you like, which one did you hate? <laughs> so I liked Leo. Well, no, I decided I didn't like Susan because she cyberstalked people and wanted him to be okay with it, and he was right, like, okay, we're done. So that's what I was like, all right, well, there you go. There's my favorite, least favorite because of the two. It was either that. I was going to say the waitress number two who was like, hey, do you need something? Because clearly it was like two minutes ago, you saw your, your friend go by. You're just being an asshole. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> Like, it's not a busy restaurant. Somebody else would have seen her ask questions. So, yeah, we're going to go like also, that. Also, I'm on your section. Yeah. <laughs> and you have your hands full. What are you doing? Just walk past me. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, my favorite scene is when they're dancing. And he's like, hey, dance like no one's watching. Cute. <laughs> my favorite line is we can start with the blowjob. Should I get on my knees? Well, I can stand on a chair, but that would be awkward. That's not how we should do it. <laughs> Um, and my favorite, that is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object is the Mars bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I wanted it to keep coming back, but it did. It was just that one thing. Like, Get another Mars bar, man. <laughs> He's like, bring it back. Bring it back. And I'll actually maybe this. I didn't oh. I didn't hate it. Like The, <laughs> the two of them together was was good. They, they had good chemistry, and uh, I enjoyed them for what it was. And you realize it was during COVID. I'm like, they did a very good job considering what they had to work with. Mm-hmm. So if you know if you're bored on a Sunday and it's raining, watch this. I will say, like Elaine said, they or if you want to they, see Emma Thompson naked, yeah. they recorded it in order, and they also spent time together nude rehearsing. Oh yeah, so that's that they right. could get comfortable. Like they didn't use an intimacy coach; they just hung out. Hung no, out. So ran lines when he's first like going down on her, I'm like, "Oh, what if she's wearing like the fleshies?" He couldn't really tell, oh. and then evidently, no, she was just naked. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So Which that was something me. they talked about in the interview that they also they didn't just get naked and rehearse they like touched each other's skin yeah. so they would know how it felt and they just That's got comfortable. So what did you do work today? Other. Oh, I hung out and touched. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Oh yeah, we had to get naked for his movie, so we were just touching each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just rubbing on each other, and rain. This is why I'm not looking. Look at the look on Elaine's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I can never be an actor. <laughs> Yep, this is why. <laughs> this one reason. It's the only barrier. Yep, Elaine would be very upset about me it's touching the only thing naked stopping you. you know they do make movies where you don't have to touch him. You don't have to make it at all. There's a whole bunch of them, actually, where you don't have to touch him. So I watched an interview with but, Blake Livey recently when yeah. she was like, I was on this plane and everybody's watching Deadpool. Oh, and it's nothing like watching your husband um, fuck this fit woman for six hours. What's her name? Yeah. And then having your kids go, Dad, Dad. Dad, Dad. It's like, wow, that's really and, awkward. And then, and then she said it was kind of sad, too, because 
she'll talk to to Ryan Reynolds in movies because mm-hmm. she thinks it's FaceTime because she doesn't know and Dad Dad's not answering. She gets upset. I was like, oh, that does suck. You, things you don't really yeah. consider until you yeah. have until you are Ryan Reynolds and now your little kid's trying to talk to her talk dad. to Deadpool. But but Dad 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 Dad's naked behind some other woman right now <laughs> yeah. saying Happy Dad International Woman's Day. Dad Dad's been busy. <laughs> All right, Elaine, what'd you think? Um, so my favorite character is Leo. My favorite, my least favorite character, I don't actually have one. Mm-hmm. I wrote Nancy because she's kind of a hypocrite. Well, Susan specifically. But at the same time, I Nancy's didn't... Nancy's top shelf, but that's Susan lady. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do that and say my favorite character was Nancy, my least favorite character was Susan. But at the same time, I still didn't really dislike her enough to want to pick her as my least favorite character. I think my least favorite character might be the director. I don't know. The director. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Well, Whoever the editing. My uh, favorite scene is meeting number three when they have the fight. Mm-hmm. Because there's a couple times when he's alone, like she goes to the bathroom or when she's like, especially in two where she, her daughter calls. Is that mm-hmm. the second one? Yeah. And he's looking out the window and he just looks sad, maybe. And I like that we see actual Connor. As opposed to Leo. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that she made him be his real self and he was pissed. <laughs> like, he's perfectly happy to give her a fantasy and as soon as she tries to make it more real, he gets so upset. I just, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite line is, I like a list that can be fully ticked off. Achievable <laughs> goals. Her list was very funny to me. Um, my favorite tertiary object is his maroon socks in meeting number one. Because <laughs> it cracked me up. Quality socks. Uh, his pants were not quality, by no, the way. Oh, those pleats so in that dancing scene. Voluminous pleated pants. <laughs> like, John keeps telling me that pleated pants are okay. And I was like, Dude, what do you think of those pants? He's like, the 90s one. I'm like, yeah, they fucking do pleats. <laughs> Well, I ain't said um, the 90s are coming back, and I told her I've I'm got Jankos upstairs. I've been waiting. I'm, I'm going to give this movie a maybe because you know what I really don't want to watch? People having sex. <laughs> so Tony was like, Elaine is not going to like this. <laughs> but the, when they're just talking with each other, and, you know, and he even said that he's interested in her. He's intrigued by her. And I found their the dialogue very interesting and intriguing, and I liked it. And John and I were kind of talking over the movie at one point, and I'm like, wait, I want to actually listen to this. <laughs> but I didn't care about any of the scenes where they actually had sex. Like, I didn't need to hear them talking about the sex or anything like that. <laughs> the stuff that I was worried about because he she said I might not like it because it's all awkward. Uh-huh. That I really like. <laughs> but... I don't. If I were to watch this again, and I would be, I would watch it again, which is why I'm going to maybe. I would fast forward through all the actual sex. So, this movie's so I don't want to watch the whole thing, just parts of it. So I can't. I feel like I can't give it a yay. All right. But it was good, and the dialogue, like, it's really well you written. You got three maybes. If you maybe, we'll have a four way maybe. No, gonna Yo, she's going to yay it. All right. My favorite character also Leo. I also do not have a least favorite character. No, it's really hard. It's really hard when there's three people in the fucking movie. I found Nancy to be relatable enough in her awkwardness and the 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 conflict in herself relatable enough that I didn't dislike her. She was hypocritical, but everybody is a little bit sometimes. (laughs) I didn't really dislike her. She was very. My favorite scene was also meeting three when they had the fight. My favorite line, I went, I could, there was one that stuck out to me and I couldn't remember it and there's like no lines on IMDb. So I, I went with the up. one I did remember, which was, what's the oldest person you've been with? And he says 82. And she's like, 82? 
And he says, Nancy. And she goes, 82. <laughs> That's my backup. Like, actually, I feel a little better. <laughs> but there was a lot of funny dialogue between them. And a little bit of teasing and good banter. And the, it was, um, I did enjoy those scenes. And my favorite tertiary object was her sweater at the end. <laughs> and I will this movie. I thought it was delightful. But I liked the same things that you liked. I don't need to watch them have sex. <laughs> no. But I just, like if I was going to watch I wouldn't watch the movie in its entirety. I would fast forward through parts. So I feel like I can't gay it. Because I don't want to watch the whole thing. Just parts of it. But you I would listen to those parts. Yeah. All right. So that's that. Starting the new year with a weird one. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. All right. Well, please find us on Facebook.com slash the Unappreciated Movie Podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And tune in next week. On the podcast for Elaine's pick. Well, I was going to do Blade 3, but. Well, actually, I thought about it. You should do that. Uh-oh. But then I could have changed it to Loverboard. Do that next time. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm back to the Blade 3. Your notebook page. I'll just rip it out and start a new one. So I guess I'm going to do Blade 3, and I will do Loverboy soon. Will, are you paying attention? Yes. Uh, will, I want your thoughts on Blade 3. It's the best episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to have to contact him seven. No, Will listens to every episode. Does he really? Will and Ben. Will and Ben listen to every episode. When he hasn't heard, I know Ben does. Yeah. <laughs> Audra, ben you should face. watch this movie. You probably like it. <laughs> if you want to see Emma Thompson naked, I don't watch it to see Emma Thompson naked. Although her boobs are good, she does have good boobs. <laughs> and not just for someone her age. She has good boobs. Period. <laughs> she does. I mean, she did say that her boobs are about her navel, and she was lying. They're not about her navel because when she was standing there naked, I looked to see where they, where they stopped, and they were well above her navel. Well, as most important on this podcast, her nipple placement was pretty good. Oh, so. yeah. Excellent nipple placement. <laughs> the most important part of boobs. That's true. I mean, that's canon. Any, any thoughts on her cannons? Uh, they're nice. It looked like she had some kind of surgery scar or something, maybe on her stomach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe out of C-section. C-section. And I know she's had at least one kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if she actress, had a cesarean or something. Do you think the way that her stomach kind of went. So if you're That's an actress, I'm do you. At. I'm like, huh, interesting. Is that a scar? Did she have a cesarean? Because there's an interesting wrinkle in no, her no. belly. No, no. So if you're an actress, right, and you have to tell your kids, hey, I'm going to get naked in this movie. Yeah, I'm sure everybody saw it. it. I'm sure they all clapped and stuff. Apparently, mom, she was in a movie with Jeff Goldblum where she did that? a nude scene. Emma yeah. Thompson. Oh. No, years ago. I will tell you right now. If my mom was a movie star and was going to be naked, uh, I need the warning. Yeah. <laughs> warning. I'm just. You're be like, naked. all right, I'm not going to see that movie like ever. <laughs> oh, no, it's great. I'm going to win an Oscar. I don't Am care. I a little side boob or a little bit of your butt or full frontal because I can't handle full frontal mom. I don't know. Elaine's in the theater during the fucking, like, con premiere, and she's yelling, ah, running away. When I was, like, six. I don't want to hear this story. I walked in on my dad when he was peeing one day. I scarred for life. I didn't need to see that. I didn't need yeah, to hear that. I didn't that. really even see anything. I didn't hear that. I'm I was like, 